Hey y'all, this is Stacey Pearsall, and you're listening to Everything, my podcast where I talk about, well, everything. Good morning. Good morning, honey. Welcome back. Yes. I always find that podcasts are a lot easier when you're with me. Because you have to do maybe not half the talking because I don't talk as much as you. (laughs) <laughs> I think there is something to be said about playing off your responses helps me. My lack of responses. Well, your facial expressions definitely prompt me to oh, respond. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. As in every other day, <laughs> even when we're not on podcast. Right. Did you miss last week? Of course. Yeah? Yeah. You missed having your little sound machine? I, I like my little sound machine. I wonder, we should get you one for the road. So when you're traveling and you're you're on the airplane, you could just (laughs) drop a bomb on the airplane, maybe get a little rolled up by the the marshals. Yeah, the air marshals. No, I'm good. You're good? Yep. That could make things interesting. Mm, No, I need less interesting things. I do too. Yes. I need less interesting as well. Speaking of interesting, um, I got up early yesterday morning, and since I did you did as well, to take me down, oh, yeah. down to the VA. And I will say, I'm I'm very impressed when the VA is on, they're oh, on. Right. Like they're, <clears throat> they're good. I had a routine endoscopy, which requires anesthesia. Mm-hmm. And I had to have a driver, so thank you for getting up before work <laughs> and taking me down. Right. We were in by 7.45. Right, we got there because, you know, um, always... Super early because I hate being late. Well, it's an hour, it's an hour drive. <clears throat> it um, is, and and it was raining, and you know you can start getting the commuter traffic going into town. Yeah. So, and then my the biggest challenge is parking. It still is. They even put a, a parking garage down there, and it's still an issue. Right. I think what the this is going off path, but the challenge is parking spaces must be still from the fifties or sixties. Because the vehicles, <clears throat> today's vehicles, aren't that size. Mm-hmm. They're much wider. And if the vehicle isn't, the doors are, right? Mm-hmm. To take the, to open your door expands upon the lines. <clears throat> and then the length of the vehicle. So you have Suburbans and Expeditions and these trucks that are just out outside the lines. They take up space where you're driving. It's mm-hmm. just, yeah, they need to redefine that stuff. So... It- I'm also going to go off on a tangent here because um, last week I had to go down for um, to go see my RA specialist. Right. And I got there early, plenty early, only to find that the parking lot was slammed and people were parking on the curbs. They were double parking and then they were sharking the parking lot like I was trying right. to find a spot. Right. So I'm watching the time tick by and as as the time nears closer to my appointment my anxiety level is going up mm-hmm. and it's my blood pressure starting to rise and i'm thinking oh my gosh this appointment that i that i really need you're going to be late i'm i'm going to be late i'm going to lose it um so i still hadn't found a parking spot by the time my appointment time came up and i called the the hotline and said hey i'm 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 here i've been here right but i have been stuck in this parking lot and you were talking about those trucks that are too long for the spaces. Well, the parking lot's very narrow. Right. And it's a serpentine one way. So 
it sucks because those pickup trucks that are sticking out past the lines are almost causing a, a barrier system. Um, right, where you can't get past. Right, and, and I would get stuck, and then I would have to back up only mm-hmm. to find somebody's blocking my way in the back. So I couldn't go forward, I couldn't go back. It, it was almost um, just emblematic of how I, how I felt in that moment, both emotionally trapped in my car and physically trapped too. Anyway. I think they need to define the parking spaces either for mid-sized, compact, or large vehicles. And then they need to have a large vehicle parking area because, yeah. you know, and that's just not our area. There's all parts of the country have these challenges with parking spaces. And it's just, it needs to be addressed. Well, they used to have a valet system, but um, I, I went to look for the valet system and there was Well, that's been gone in, since yeah. they were doing the VA's front. Nevertheless, so going back to right. ye- uh, yesterday. Yesterday. So I had a routine endoscopy. Mm-hmm. We, got, we left plenty early, got there... Um, raining. Raining. You dropped me in the in the veterans drop area. Charlie and I got out and waited for you. We were in the waiting room by 7:45. Yeah. The nurse came to take me back by 8 a.m. and then and then I um, came out of anesthesia by you were 9:10, 9:15. I had the phone call by by the doctor by like 9:05 or something. Yeah, it was relatively really yeah. And all great news. They said that everything looked fine and. Um, for those of you who are listening who aren't aware, I had some really bad stomach issues a while back, including my gallbladder and a positive H. pylori from an endoscopy. Anyway, I got the clean bill of health yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, I still haven't had my lab results because obviously they did the biopsies yesterday, mm-hmm. but they said everything looked good. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm very, very happy about that. And Charlie was a big hit, as usual. Right, so I had to keep him with me while you're in getting your procedure. Yeah, some folks asked me about that. Oh. And so I want to address that. Where does he go? Does he hang out with the anesthesiologist? (laughs) Uh, Well, first of all, somebody asked, and these are all great questions. Right. Do I have to call ahead to let the hospital know that Charlie's coming? No. Service dogs are, uh, legitimate service dogs are permitted into hospitals. Uh, The only places they are not permitted are clean rooms, and that includes... Surgical, surgical room. room. Right. So when I went to have my endoscopy, Charlie's not allowed. Now, somebody also asked me, does Charlie get anxiety when he's separated from me? I think he looks at you like, why am I with dad and not you? But th- it's only for situations like that where you have to go and it's in a clean room. And as you would have a driver, you would have to have someone to take care of Charlie. Correct. Right. And I think, you know, having a, a trusted individual whom you can leave your service animal with right. is really, really important. And they talk, they talked to us about that during our training at America's Vet Dogs and how, that, how that's handled. Does Charlie have a little bit of anxiety? No, I think he handles everything in stride. Mm-hmm. And I think we practice enough right. that when practical, practical situations come up, it's not a problem for him. And it was such a brief amount of time. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, when he's, he just, he'll just lay down and take a nap. Yeah. But it's not like I, I'm like, oh, I'm going to give you extra treats. Because when he's working, I just treat him like he's Charlie and I just let him do his thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so Charlie was permitted in, um, right. Once, pre, once you were, and then after when I was done, and right. Recovered. Because a nurse called and said, you, I could, we could come down. Right. And so you brought Charlie in. Right. Char- Charlie came up on the recovery bed with me and then, mm-hmm. 
every nurse wanted to obviously schmooze on him. Yeah. Uh, they were ve- they're very accustomed, especially at the VA, having service animals there, so they understand. Don't touch. No no talk. No touch. No eye right. contact. Uh, however, I like to keep nurses happy and having service dogs around and promoting how great they are, not right. just for the veteran, but for the for community everybody. at large. Right. And so, right. uh, I, I, when Charlie was on the recovery bed, I invited the nurses over to get a picture with us right. and, uh, love on Charlie, which he absolutely adores. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. So everything went good. We were home. We were plenty home of time early. Yeah. We were home by what? 10, 10 30. Yeah. Yep. Pretty good. And you were back to work. Like nothing happened. Yep. I would say, I mean, aside from a, a sore throat and kind of an achy stomach, which is expected if they're going to, you know, clamp off a little piece of flesh. They uh, didn't, though. They did. Did they? Did, yeah. I didn't think they did anything. They took a biopsy. Oh, okay. Multiple biopsies. And how do you feel today? I feel good. I and you got up at what time today? One thirty in the morning. One thirty in the morning. Yeah. So, speaking of my rheumatology... I am in what they call a flare, which means that my autoimmune response... Is that like a solar flare? (laughs) In a way, it feels like it in my joints. But it it just means that my autoimmune is attacking my joint systems right now, and Mm -hmm. they're swollen, and they're painful. So the rheumatologists start me on a course of steroids. And steroids can be like uh, jet fuel. In that your system is like, you totally wound up. Right. And I already suffer from insomnia. Mm-hmm. So that coupled with prednisone, which is the steroids, mm. makes me an utter maniac. Right. So at 1.30, I tried so hard. I, I got up to go to the bathroom, laid back down in bed, and I was like, and then I was like, all right. I'm going to go out to the living room. So I took Charlie and Pickles. We migrated to the couch. I turned the TV on. I made the mistake of putting on something fun to watch. And then I was like, this is entertaining. I don't want to miss anything. And then I would slightly doze off and be like, wait, what did I miss? And then I'd back it up. I will not be making that mistake tonight. Uh Uh-huh. That's true. You should have just stayed in bed and put Harry Potter on or Oceans. The thing about that is is I, I struggle with the balance of I'm already awake. It is what it is. I could turn a movie on and try and go back to sleep. If I turn a movie on, I will be disrupting your sleep, and that is unfair. No, and I've we've had this discussion, and I, I have always said it's not going to wake me up. Because the minute you leave the living room, the bedroom, you're not going to go back to sleep. That's untrue. I, I've fallen back asleep on the couch before. Uh-huh. Ugh, stop giving me that look. It is true. I have. Okay. Anyways. Anyway, so I finally finished the movie I was watching. So you were watching a movie? I was watching a movie. What movie was this? I couldn't even tell you the title. And it was really good up until the last 10 minutes. The resolution of the movie was just utter crap. So you should have watched one of those silly whatever... Jane Austen movies that I love to watch. Right, and you could have fallen asleep to that. Instead, you watched something that needed your attention. It was a horror movie, too, which was really fun. Yeah, well, you'll be taking a nap today. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yes. I would actually like to finish this applique project that's been sitting there for weeks. Mm-hmm. It's a applique of Olivia Poff's horse, Gigolo. Mm-hmm. You need a deadline. 
I do good with <clears throat> deadlines. Without a deadline, it will just sit there. That's untrue. How long has it been sitting there? Weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Point. <laughs> Point Andy. Okay. Fair enough. I do good with deadlines. That's accurate. Yes. The, the thing is, I'm only just now getting into a point where I have time to set aside for what would be considered craft projects. Well, you have an entire room for craft. That's true, but that doesn't mean I have time to do the crafts. Well, you're up at 1.30. Oh, the, last oh. thing I, oh, the last thing I want to do in the, at 1.30 in the morning with my swollen joints, which my joints are the worst in the morning, is trying to do tedious hand stitching. But they're going to hurt anyways. Wow. Your empathy is <laughs> nil. Thank you, dear. No, I'm just saying they're going to hurt laying down watching. They're going to hurt. You might as well just go ahead and do it. Suck it up and press on. That is such a military attitude. No, but I'm just, no, it's like, what is that freight you can get busy living or get busy dying? Thank you, Morgan Freeman. There we go. Yeah. See? Get busy living <laughs> or get busy dying. Well, I'm certain we are all dying. Let's have that in perspective. Yes. And I'm living the best I can. Yes. So I hope everybody else is that's listening. Yes. Hey, I wanted to give a shout out to our super fan, Deb Coppice. Okay. For always, always, always supporting not only this podcast, but everything that we stick our toe in. Right. She uh, has uh, followed the European Brabant Registry of America because I, I announced that last week. Oh, okay. Nice. And uh, to all you listeners who missed last week's episode, uh, myself and a few others spent nearly the last year putting together a brand new horse registry in the United States. Mm -hmm. Well, it services North, Central, and South America. The Americas. The Americas. And it's called European Brabant Registry of America. If you want to learn more about it, visit EuropeanBrabant.com. That's B-R-A-B-A-N-T.com. So, Debbie, thank you. And also thank you for continuing to be our number one super fan of the podcast. It is the last week of October, which means that if you it's have... Halloween. Halloween's coming up. That's that's accurate. And Steve Thoreau's birthday is on Halloween. <gasps> Steve? Yep. Steve is our sound guy. He edits this podcast. He is a behind-the-scenes hero. Yes. And happy birthday. Happy birthday, Steve. Steve. He's going to be so excited. <laughs> Woohoo! Yay, Steve. Thank you so much. Yep. Um, but... Yes, October. Lots of events. Steve's birthday, Halloween. Mm -hmm. But also, we are coming into the final week for submissions for the October Photo Challenge, which is feels like fall. Right. If you haven't submitted yet, visit everythingstacy.com and get your pictures in. Yep. There's no limit to the number, number of photos you can submit. So if you can't choose between one, why not submit them all? Right. We'll, and, we'll, we'll choose for you. Yep. We, we, will, <laughs> we will choose for you. We're going to pick one single image that's our favorite. That's right. And our friends at Spider Holster are going to provide that recipient with a Spider Pro hand strap V2. Right. Again, everythingstacy.com. Get your photos into the fall photo challenge and uh, we'll see what you got. We've mm -hmm. already got some really great submissions. Yep. But that doesn't mean that it's our number one. It could still be out there. And today is my good friend Jerry Morrison's birthday. Happy birthday, Jerry. Yep. Happy birthday, Jerry. Okay. Um, Carson had whacked his head a while back, had to have stitches, and then the vet had to come out again because something was still amiss with the, the injury. So she pulled a stitch, and I've been treating him. And that's gotten better, right? It's gotten better, yes. But, like, the minute it got better, he whacked his head again. 
Well, and what did it, what was it? Okay, Carson is tall. He's very tall. He's the, the tallest one. He is the tallest horse right. on this property. And the shed, the shed, the loafing sheds where they go in to get shade, they eat hay. The overhang, it's tall, but because Carson is taller... He can rub his head on the edge. Yes, and he whacks it up there. And so. we, we've never seen him do it in per, like live, but there are remnants that... And by remnants, you mean like wisps of hair and evidence that he has right, that it's, left that's, his that's, mark. That's where he's getting uh, injured. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you do? I got... I, I believe it's called soffit or fascia or something like that. Anyway, it's the strip of metal. It's a U-shape. And I put that U-shape at the end of the sheet metal so that it's almost like a curb, a soft curb. Right. And if he were to rub his head on it or bang his head on right. it, it wouldn't It's not cause, a straight edge anymore. It's not a straight edge. It, it would prevent him from right. doing any further damage to them when right. he already has done. Right. So... We'll Car- see. We can only only time will tell. Only time will tell. Carson, behave. Stop rubbing your head. But on you know a roof. the horses. They're. I mean, you watch um, Leia. She'll rub her butt on anything, like a tree. Uh, if you put out a piece of wood, she'll rub her butt on that. I mean, they're just really strange animals. I tell people all the time, it's hard. I I don't maintain horses. I just try to keep them alive. Because they do everything in their power to try and kill themselves. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but they, it's true. They they are silly. Yeah. For as for being sentient, intelligent beings, gosh, sometimes they can really be stupid. I love them. Yep. But darn it. Yep. If it isn't one thing, it is another. another. Yep. They're like big dogs. They are. Yep. So what do you got going on this week? Work. Okay, well that's a great summation, dear. Thank you. It's all, that's, all what, that's all I can say. I have work too. And I have come up, thanks to you, for hounding me mm. and having a heart-to-heart and a come into Jesus, if you will, about my schedule. Because I get fixated mm. on work. So I'm coming up with a strategy where I have several alarms set, daily alarms set in my phone. Mm-hmm. Breakfast, chores, <laughs> lunch, chores... And dinner. Right. These are five essential times of day. <laughs> and most particularly, five, five times of day that impact this house. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm hoping. So far, so good. I have actually stayed ahead of schedule. I think having that sort of lingering in the back of my mind, that alarm, makes me stop and remember that I have to eat. Right. You have to take care of yourself because if you don't, you will fall apart. It's just like you had to keep gas in the gas tank. Yeah. Oh, and you'd be proud of me. I I hauled the trash to the dump. <laughs> and I and I got gas. <clears throat> the two favorite things you love doing. Uh, two of my least favorite things. <clears throat> exactly. But I did it because you were gone for the week and it was my, my turn to do it. I could right. I appreciate that. Thank you. And what I loved was, I'm gonna go load up the gas cans and take them and get gas. And I said, I did it already. <laughs> and what were you thinking in that moment? I was like, okay. <laughs> Where where's the pig flying? <laughs> oink oink. Right. <clears throat> uh, we mowed the lawn. Hopefully, the last time for the year. Hopefully. Indeed. Fingers but, crossed. Uh, 
I was looking out at the lawn yesterday. But it's just not the lawn. It's your training area. It's that other side of the property that is another, I don't know how many acres. It's a lot. It's, yeah. But I was looking out the lawn and I saw some like dandelion leaves and other sort of weeds interspersed mm. with the grass blades. And I, and I thought last season during the dormant, when the grass was dormant, we still had weeds growing. So I think there will be at some point this fall and winter where we're going to have to do some we'll have to get some maintenance, some stuff out there and take care of those. I don't know if there's <clears throat> enough herbicide to spray on the amount of weeds that we're going to have this winter. Mm. So we'll, we'll, we'll have to mow. We're going to have We'll have to mow. Every, not every week. Gosh, no. Right. Hope not. And but, I will say, though, the next time you ever lay out an arena in that other jail cell, you should lay it out in a way where when you <laughs> cut the grass, it's not an obstacle course. He called the round pen for training a jail cell. <laughs> yes, your torture my torture, torture chamber right but the uh, octagon but when because mowing that area is like a whatever word i just said uh obstacle course? obstacle course yeah because there's no straight pattern it's like you have to go around this you have to go around that and it's like it's just i have a method oh really? my approach so i i make a swoop around the arena first uh-huh you do and the then, outside of the arena. I do the outside of the arena first. And then you do And then the, I go around the round, round pen, pen, the torture chamber, as you like right. to call it. And I do two passes on that, so it's a nice wide right. stretch. And then I will begin to work my way out away from the round pen in the arena. Then I go up along the pasture fence lines. Right. Doing an outer a perimeter. Bigger, because then, but inside of that area, you have your steps, right? You have those steps that you have to go around. And then the smaller steps you have to go around. Correct. Yeah. I and have, the, the smaller steps you can actually move because they're, you know, they're small, but the larger ones are not movable. They're, they're not portable at all. <laughs> so that's another obstacle. Well, I, I seem to manage just fine when I'm out there mowing it. Uh, <laughs> well, then I'll leave it for you to mow. Okay. That sounds fair. Okay. Oh, uh -huh. we did get all of the underbrush cleared out and a lot of those saplings between the horse barn and the training facility. Right, we had a lot of um, vines and stuff. Right, through in between the barn and the other the big pastures. pastures. Right, it was well. It was nice because it gave us privacy. Mm -hmm. But since you bought all that land, there's really no reason not to keep it open. Plus, now it allows for nice breeze, right? And it's there's a lot of space there now. Yeah, lots of space. Yep. Well, what I like about it is being able to see through the trees. It's right. You can really open. well. You can keep track of the animals, but now the animals can keep track of themselves. Like they know where everyone is. And I think what we enjoyed about it last time is when the babies were born, and we had to separate them. Mom and baby couldn't see each other, and so it helped, right, get past that. During weaning. During the weaning process, but right. you know, um, but uh, hopefully. Well, we will go through that again next year when Leah has her baby. Yeah. Oh, you asked yesterday because we were out oh, yeah, we visiting were feeding, the donkeys. We were feeding the donkeys, and Joe comes waddling in. I was like, man, she's getting <laughs> huge. I was like, is she pregnant? Okay. Here's the thing. Right. It's likely it's just a big grass belly. Right. Hopefully. that. Well, it has to be. 
Well, not exactly. Bob's been fixed. Correct. Ben is fixed. Well, here's the thing. When we adopted Biff and Ben, uh-huh. they had just been castrated. And an animal that's freshly castrated can still shoot some live wires for a while. But right. I'm hoping we were past that window. I hope so. To say that it's completely excluded as an option is not accurate. Only time will tell. That's true. But I, I think she's just overly indulged in she, her eating She's habits. like in the big field. We need to move her back into the little field, maybe. I like seeing the donkeys out front. You want them back in the, in the barn? Well, when, it, when it's time. I don't know. All right. Or maybe move them out here so they can get rid of some of the underbrush. When you say out here, do you Into mean the, the commons? No, well, the area behind the pump house ah. where you can fence them in. All right. You can't let them out wild. <laughs> no, we won't get them back. They'll end up in the swamp somewhere. No, Bob, Bob, the minute Bob hears you, he's like, oh, I need to go over there and get hugs. He is a snuggle bug. Yep. Well, okay. I think we need to wrap this up. I have work to go do. So do I. My alarm's about to go off. Is it? Yep. Okay. (laughs) Well, again, we're coming into the end of the month of October. Can you believe how fast this year is going by? Oh, I know. It's bananas. It's, yep. November is upon us. mm -hmm. Soon we'll be seeing holiday commercials like nobody's business, and we'll be going to get our Christmas tree from the the, uh, Center Bend Farms. From, that's um, Philip. Yeah. And his family. Yeah. I can't wait. Can't wait. Well, until then. And the thing is, we're going to get a live tree. Yes. Because we like the smell. I like the smell. Yes. You don't really. You could just go with the fake tree. I could. It's just It's just so fake. Wow. I, I like to say that it is a lot easier because I'm not having to fill a water bucket every time. Right, but you have to, like, you have to move the fake wire uh, lens. Oh, Lord. You know, and it looks, it's just, and it doesn't smell. Doesn't give off the smell. There are uh, little scented pine things you can hang inside the tree to make it smell like the real thing. Sure, I rather have. You just it. don't like anything faux. F-A-U-X. No, I'm not. I'm not a right, right. It, it should be what it should be, right. <laughs> I remember when we were shopping for flooring for the house. You're like, I'm like, this is well, ceramic meant, floor that looks like wood. You're like, but it's not wood. I'm well, like, it's like now when we have our floors. Like when you hit it, you know it's not. It's like it, it sounds. Doesn't sound like wood. Looks like wood. Doesn't sound like wood. Oh boy. It's still yeah bothersome for me. <sighs> I love you so much. Oh, thank you, honey. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's get to work. Yes. Hey, everybody. Thanks for continuing to support the podcast. If you want to get those pictures submitted, go to everythingstacy.com. We look forward to seeing what your fall feels look Absolutely. like in your area. Yep. Okay. Well, until next week, I'm Stacy. I'm Andy. Be well. Be well. Be well.